This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Pada zaman dahulu, ada sebuah cerita antara si ayam dengan si rusa. Pada hari itu, datanglah si rusa dekat dengan ayam. Mereka mencari rezeki lah macam itu. Lepas itu, Sekarang apa rusa bertanya dekat ayam, wah cantik awak tupi awak katanya. Ya ke? Hmm, cantik. Boleh saya pinjam? Boleh katanya. Ha, nanti saya saya bagi songkok saya ke awak. Songkok awak saya pinjam dulu. Ah, iyalah katanya. Ha, selama berapa berapa hari? 2-3 hari seminggu rusa tu tak pulangkan dia punya songkok tu tadi. Dia tanyalah Oh, tu, mana tupi saya? Katanya. Hmm. Pulangkan, katanya. Lepas tu, jawab dua titik. Ham, ham, ham. Tak ada, tak ada, tak ada, katanya. Sampai sekarang, tak dipulangkan lagi dah. Hmm. Good afternoon, this is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Mahmeri Animal Folklore is a collection of seven tales and is described as being filled with entertaining animal characters that provide a glimpse into how the Mahmeri perceive their environment. The compilation of those seven tales, as told by cultural activist Julie Dauju, was written by Anne-Marie Chandi with illustrations by Sharon Yap, the creative director of Garimis Art Project, and the bilingual book also features translations by cultural worker Shazni Bai. Now, the book was also supported by Tourism's Langos 2022 Pitching Competition Grant and I'm going to find out more in the studio with me today, Julida herself. She's also part of the Tompo Topo Mahmeri Women's Initiative. Also with us Masna Unyan, also with the collective and Anne-Marie Chandi, the writer. Welcome ladies. How are you today? Apakaba? Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, really lovely to have you here. So I think let's just ask, you know, get straight to it. Uh, for Julida and Masna, maybe you guys can, uh, you know, start off by uh, telling me a little bit about uh, the Mahmeri tribe and your home in Kampung Sungai Bumbun on Pulau Keri. Uh, Kak Masna? Uh, kampung uh, orang, orang asli Sungai Bumbun. Uh, dekat kampung ada sekolah, ada klinik, ada belai raya, ada pusat kraf, ada culture village. Uh, penuduk uh, seramai uh, 68 keluarga. Keseluruhannya uh, 400 orang penduduk. Okay, alright. So uh, 400 people are living there. And um, can you share more about maybe uh, you know what life is like uh, in the village? Uh, penduduk kampung Sungai Bumbun ada yang dah bekerja dengan uh, agensi kerajaan, uh, bekerja dengan Abetan Gov, bekerja dengan uh, Sendabi, dan juga uh, bekerja Kelainan dekat Putrajaya. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so ada banyak-banyak lah. So there's lots of different... Itu yang mereka yang bekerja dekat luar. Okay. Uh, mereka yang bekerja dekat kampung. Contohnya, mereka buat ukiran patung. Yang wanitanya, mereka buat anyaman. Hasil-hasil kerap dan juga kebudayaan lah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kak Julida, maybe you can tell me more about what uh, your day-to-day life is like. Uh, kehidupan orang orang asli mami di kampung contohnya dia macam bersembahan menganyam macam gitulah okay alright and um, is the mamari culture also rooted to their land and if so in what ways tanah adat kami yang dahulunya kita ada paya bakau paya bakau yang penuh dengan ketam siput lokan berbagai nas sekarang dah berkurangan jadi 
adat dan budaya kita agak sedikitlah sangat berkecil sekarang ni dibandingkan dahululah apapun kami teruskan kehidupan kami sebagai suku kaum Mamri. Hmm. Kak Julida ada apa-apa nak? Anything you want to add? Hmm. Tak tahulah nak cakap macam mana kan. Hmm. Memang dah tak adalah susahlah bagi kami mengekalkan eh, budaya kan. Uh, hasil-hasil hutan pakau memang dah tak ada lah contohnya yang daun nipah lah hmm. memang bermasalah lah sebab tak ada lagi sudah hmm. um, sebab sudah ditebangkan hmm, ya yeah. ok so because uh, it's already there's been like I guess clearing land clearing so uh, there is a shortage of um, craft materials lah huh, to do hmm. the work that that you guys do ok alright but you know I do know that you are both also part as I mentioned in the intro the Tumpuk Tumpuk Collective uh, can you tell me more about what that means in the Mahmeri language Tempok-tempok ni um, mulakan satu usaha lah. Hmm. Satu usaha untuk wanita. Okey. Apa makna uh, perkataan, dua-dua perkataan tu? Tempok tu mula. Oh, mula. Hmm. Ah, okey, okey. Dan okey, I see. Alright. Yeah. And um, can you tell me more about this collective and the work that you carry out through it? Uh, Tempok-tempok ni dimulakan uh, pada tahun 2003. Uh, masa tu... 2003 lah secara rasminya 2005. Okey. Uh-uh, 2005. Apa tempoh-tempoh buat ialah dia apa buat kraft tangan, kebudayaan dan adat-adat jugalah. Uh. Dan kenapa uh, kenapa uh, pilih untuk mulakan ini? So why did you uh, want to start this? Kenapa nak buat semua ni? Uh, kena buat benda ni supaya kita lebih lebih teguh lah. Uh-huh. Ha, adanya tepuk-tepuk kita lebih teguh dan kita bekerja lah hmm. okay. so this is only a women's collective right um, uh, ada juga lelaki ada juga lelaki okay. uh, tapi tak lelaki semuanya dia wanita lebihkan pada wanita ok alright and um, what would you say are some of your achievements or you know how would you describe it to somebody who is uh, who's never heard of it uh, saya, uh, banyak juga saya capai lah contohnya saya saya sebagai tokoh orang hidup dan juga uh, produk produk kerap tangan dia sudah diiktirafkan oleh UNESCO. Oh, uh, so it's UNESCO. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow, okay. And and it's been sold like all over, you know, I see it all over the country, right? Uh, Gerai OA, for example, uh, you know, uh, shares the products as well. So uh, you must be very proud of that, kan? Uh, uh-huh. Sangat bangga, kan, dengan tu pencapaian? Yeah. Yeah. Kak Julida, kenapa Kak Julida uh, ikut kolektif uh, uh, ni? Hmm, kenapa, ya? Yes? Sebab saya memang, minat dia memang ada, sebab keluarga kami dia macam asas lah. Mm-hmm. Nenek saya tu utama nenek saya lah. Okay. Mm. So boleh bantu macam uh, sara hidup semua tu kan? So does it help ha, with your income? Itulah boleh bantu sara hidup kita. Daripada kita mengharapkan hasil dari suami, dia kita sendiri pun ada. Dapat membantu suami kita jugalah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, is is there quite a, a strong sort of community feel in the group? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, you know, just now you mentioned that you know you're losing all the the uh, some of the land around you, right? Can you can you explain how that might be affecting you in terms of accessing materials for your craft? Besar ni amat amat besar lah bagi kami lah. Memang itulah apa hasil tu utamanya hasil tu lah apa laut hutan bakau tu lah. Memang dah memang tak ada lah. Ada. So susah nak buat lah craft Susah nak, nak buat craft Contohnya Kebudayaan tu lah penting untuk uh, Kebudayaan ke, Kematian Perkahwinan Kami perlulah 
Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Kak Masna ada apa-apa nak nak tambah? Ada juga. Ah, okay, yeah. Ya, saya sangat bangga uh, apa, sejak penubuhan uh, tempuk-tempuk ni. Uh, sampai sekarang 20 tahun uh, masih aktif lagi lah. Hmm. Masih tak patah semangat <laughs> walaupun pelbagai uh, rintangan menghadapi rintangan. Uh, and how many people are in the collective system? Uh, dalam Pulau Kiri tu boleh dicakapkan keseluruhan kat Pulau Kiri tu dia join dalam bidang kerajaan. Oh, okay. Itu memang uh, apa, impian saya juga lah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Saya impian saya uh, seluruh Pulau Kiri tu uh, bangun dengan produk kerajaan. Uh-huh. Uh. Can you share some of the uh, what did some of the products that you guys create? Contohnya uh, pouch lah, bujam kami panggil lah, uh-huh. uh, bujam penanda buku. Gelang. Gelang. Mm-hmm. Contohnya anting macam ni. Huh? Oh, the ones, the earrings you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, very pretty. Mm-hmm. And and these are things that you learned, uh, you know, from your elders, Nenek mm-hmm. Moyang? Yang selebihnya kami sendirilah. Cari rekaan sendirilah macam tu. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So self-taught as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies. Let's just go for a quick break. When we come back, uh, I just want to talk more about, um, I guess, you know, how the Mahmeri... Uh, how the Mahmeri Animal Folklore Book came along and, you know, what was the idea behind it. I'm speaking today to Julida Uju, Masna Unyan and Anne-Marie Chandi. Anne-Marie, sorry, we haven't got to you yet. We will talk to you after this quick break. Uh, we are talking about the Mahmeri Animal Folklore Book, which is a collection of seven tales uh, filled with entertaining animal characters, providing a glimpse into Mahmeri perspectives. Uh, we'll continue that discussion after this quick break. Keep it right here on Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. In the studio with me today, Julida Uju, Masna Unyan and Anne-Marie Chandi. Julida and Masna are part of the Tumpok Topoh Mahmeri Women's Initiative. Anne-Marie is a writer. And actually, what we're talking about today is the Mahmeri Animal Folklore Book, which is a collection of seven tales. Uh, the compilation, uh, as told by cultural activist Julida, was written by Anne-Marie. It's got illustrations by Grimace Art Project Sharon Yap. It's also a bilingual book, which was uh, which features translations by cultural workers Shazni Bai and the book was also supported by Tourism Selangor's 2022 Pitching Competition Grant. We're finding out all about it. We're also finding out more about the Mahmeri culture and Julida and Mazna have kindly come all the way from Pulau Keri uh, for this interview and I understand that the both of you are actually uh, related, right? You're both relatives as well. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, how you guys uh, how you guys grew up together? Apa saya ni membesar bersama mak saya berada dekat Pulau Ketam sana Mencari rezeki Dan saya tinggal bersama Itulah makcik saya Mazna Dengan nenek saya lah hmm. Sebab saya, saya sekolah Hmm. Okay, okay. So, so dua-dua uh, uh, hampir sama umur. Is that rude to ask? Hampir ha. sama umur. So. Ha, setahun je. Oh, one year apart from each other. Okay, but actually you're like niece and auntie lah, like ha. that kan? Okay, okay. And you guys grew up together. And you know, I was reading that, um, you know, there is no actual written language for the Mahmeri, right? So, uh, I'm curious to know, is there also a strong tradition of passing down folklore and tales from one generation to the next? Yeah. Okay. Saya dengar daripada uh, moyang saya lah. Hmm, saya suka mendengar cerita. Walaupun tak pernah bosan lah. Setiap dikatakan tiap-tiap malam. Saya mendengar cerita bersama dengan tu makcik saya macam mana lah. And, and um, how important is storytelling to the Mahmeri? Cerita-cerita uh, ni memang sangat penting lah. Sebab time tu, masa kita membesar dulu, kita tak ada red. Kita jarang. Kita jarang ada tengok TV... Radio pun kadang-kadang je. Sebelah petang, kita ada dengar radio. Malamnya, sebelah malamnya, 
kita macam tak no lah, tak lengkap hmm. kalau tak ada cari atuk saya tu suruh atuk saya bercerita lah sebelum kita nak tidur macam itulah hmm. okay so bedtime stories and hmm. things like that okay hmm, macam itulah Okay, and um, you know, any memories maybe from your own childhoods that you can share about hearing these stories from your elders, Kak Jelida? Hmm, kunci kenangan ya. Ya, banyak kenangan saya nak hmm, dengar. Ya, memang banyak kenangan lah. Hmm. Sebab saya tak 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 bosan mendengar cerita itu walaupun berulang kali bercerita. Tambah muyang saya tu betul-betul dia marah lah. Masa tu, lepas tu saya minta kawan-kawan dan macam-macam saya kumpulkan duit apa lima sen dua puluh sen macam itu supaya moyang saya tu apa ada semangat lah nak bercerita untuk dia beli makau ke apa ke macam tu ha oh mm-hmm. okay, okay so you used to collect money to mm-hmm. to for the to tell you story <laughs> okay mm. um kakak Mazna ni uh, ada cerita Uh, Kak Jelida dia baiklah sebab Kak Mazinah ni dia dah anda dengar cerita dia dia tak kongsi kat orang. Hmm. <laughs> Kak Jelida dia 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 okey dia sebab dia ada berkongsi, berkongsi lagi dekat kawan-kawan dia di kat sekolah. Hmm. selepas saya bangun pagi lepas tu balik balik sekolah berkumpul dengan kawan, saya bercerita dengan kawan saya sama ada kawan saya tu suka mendengar ke tidak ke saya tak betul asal saya sentiasa bercerita dengan kawan-kawan tu lah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Apa yang saya dengar daripada malam tadi. Okay. Okay. So you were passing on mm. that that uh, all the, those stories that you heard lah mm. to to your friends and sharing those mm. stories. So uh, what sorts of stories are generally shared and passed down uh, through the generations? Banyak cerita dia macam cerita macam apa binatang-binatang macam tu lah. Cerita macam hantu-hantu macam tu lah supaya kita rasa takut macam tu dalam kesunyian malam tu kan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ha, macam itu tak supaya... takut dah macam cerita hantu semua itu semua diam <laughs> macam lah ha, semua diam fokus dekat tu moyang kami lah macam tu hmm. ok so dari dari very young lah dari muda ha, sangat dari, dari muda dari umur raja satu tu ok ha, so macam tujuh tahun lah sekolah tu ok masa so... ditinggalkan oleh oleh ibu bapa saya mencari rezeki dekat pulau hutan sana hmm. masa itulah macam tu Kak Mazna, uh, any sort of um, folklore or tales that you can tell us about? Uh, cerita mengenai sahabat lah. Contohnya, eh, apa, tupai dengan ikan bakap tu. Uh-huh. Uh, itulah berkisahkan sahabat bersahabatan. Walaupun susah, apa yang sahabat dia nak, dia akan penuhi. Begitu juga uh, apa balasannya dengan apa antara tupai dengan ikan bakap tu hmm. mereka akan berusaha untuk dapatkan untuk sahabat dia itu sangat menariklah bagi saya okey uh-huh. so and 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 would you say that there are morals or you know there's always some sort of like lesson from uh, these stories so semua cerita-cerita ni ada macam pembelajaran untuk uh, kanak-kanak macam tu Orang dewasa juga dan orang dewasa ya orang dewasa okey alright and um Was there a concern that these stories would be lost? Sebelum ni, saya memang risau lah uh, melihat anak buah saya dia bercerita dengan kawan-kawan yang datang tu. Saya sangat risau lah macam mana nak bukukan uh, macam mana pikiran saya lah dalam pikiran saya macam mana nak bukukan. Akhirnya kita jumpa uh, Sharon dengan uh, Wendy. Saya sangat bangga lah. Hmm. <laughs> Sebab cerita-cerita ini sudah pun dibukukan. Tak sangka lah. Kan? Okay. Cerita kami di di di, di, di apa? Di, dibukukan lah macam tu. 
Okay. Mm. And maybe Anne-Marie, you know, sorry for, you know, keep ignoring you throughout this conversation. Now I want to bring you into this conversation. My apologies. Uh, maybe you can share how the idea for this book came about, you know, how uh, Ma Mary Animal Folklore Book came to be. Actually, it's all about Wendy and Sharon, who are part of the Gurimis Art Project. Lovely people. Yeah. Yes. And um, Wendy was doing a research project in University of Malaya with Dr. Rus Aslina. It was about Ma Mary Foodways. But mm. during this uh, project, there was a focus group. And Julida had mentioned something about animal folktales, uh, which sparked something off in Wendy's brain. It's always working all day long, 24-7. And she thought, oh, that's a great idea for a book. Mm-hmm. And that's how it all started. And, and Mazna had been thinking along the same lines as well, because she wanted these stories to be... Um, Chronicled and, yes, and, and kept. in some way, yes. Okay, and that's how it started. Okay, and how did you, um, you know, how did you get involved in the project? So uh, I had had some relations with Wendy before that uh, through Garimis. I, as I'm a writer, I do stories sometimes for newspapers, and I had interviewed uh, some of the projects uh, that they were doing. So in October last year, Wendy contacted me. And she said that Gurimis was going to be doing this this book project uh, to document Mamiri folklores. And she asked me if I'd be keen to work on it. And I was very keen. I had done some previous work with an, an Orang Asli group, uh, Samai people in, in Perak. And so I, I love working with new communities. And it was um, I was very curious to listen to what Julida and Mazna had to bring to the project. And so um, I said yes. And um, it, f- to me, it's important to record these things, to, to learn about these languages that personally I had never heard mm. uh, the Mameri language before. And so listening to, to Julida tell the stories was all a new experience for me as well. So it was just great to hear her and that first trip that we made out to their village they were both so welcoming to to me I had never I was still very much an observer it was um, Sharon and Wendy who had been there many times and had taken the trouble to get to know them and be part of their lives um, but they were so welcoming. They they invited me onto their the veranda, their bamboo veranda. We had a meal together. We played with the cats. <laughs> we went to visit uh, Julida's husband, who's right across the road, and see his wood carvings. It was a very memorable and pleasant experience for me. Okay. And, and can you talk to me about, uh, you know, I guess, you know, what the book actually contains? And uh, I guess, you know, also, if, if you don't mind sharing also, you know, how you guys actually put it all together. So that first trip we went out, we recorded Julida telling the stories and she would do it with all the drama that her, <laughs> her great grandfather used to tell with. Uh, those those same stories. Like a true storyteller. No? Yes. Uh-huh. You know, she'd do all the sound effects and everything <laughs> also. So it was very exciting to listen to her. Uh, there are seven stories that are contained in the book. Although Julita actually told us more stories on that day, we chose seven which we thought would fit best into the book. And they are all about animals that you would find in the forest, like roosters and deer, mouse deer, uh, tortoises, eagles, crocodiles, um, interesting, fun stories that uh, children or grown-ups would uh, love to listen to, especially if you hear Julida telling them. Oh, okay. um, 
And then there's other stuff in the book as well. Yeah, there's some supplementary uh, content, right? Yeah. yeah. So Wendy has written an introduction and preface to put everything into context so that um, readers get a picture of what the Mameri people are about. And then at the end of each little story, we have like a bit of trivia or things to ponder on. Uh, for example, in that story that Mazna was talking about just now about friendship, uh, it's about a squirrel and a mudfish, I think. And the mudfish can actually breathe while it's on land. So in that story, the fish actually has to go on land to get something for the squirrel. And the squirrel actually has to go into the water to get something for the fish. So it's how friendships um, can cross boundaries that way, which is what Mazna was saying, you know, uh, the moral is such an important one for friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so those are the types of supplementary information in the book. Okay. And what did you learn from collaborating on this book with Julida and also the rest of you, you know, the whole team, basically? Okay. Um, I was I was very, a small part of this whole project. I just listened to the stories and then tried to get the stories out of them in a form that would be exciting for people to read. Uh, it's Sharon and Wendy who made all the efforts to go into the community and really Julida and Masna who had the stories and the ideas to begin with. And, uh, you know, just to get these stories out in an authentic manner, mm-hmm. that, that was what was important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what were your hopes for the book, you know, when you, I guess, when you took on the project? Oh, to, to get more people uh, excited and aware about the Mameri community. Um they are lovely women, strong, lovely women who work very hard for a living. Um, Julida is so talented. Yeah, uh, she, you, you need to listen to her telling the stories and you can do so by scanning the QR code in the book. And then you can hear Julida actually telling the stories in Mameri. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's made me so much more aware of, about what they do, who they are, where they come from. And we hope that all readers will, you know, find the same excitement, want to know more about this community that lives right next door to us mm. and find out more about them, what their challenges are and do whatever they can to help. Yeah, because there are there are challenges, of course, isn't it? There's uh, encroachment happening, there's development and things like that. Um, okay. So what did you hope, actually, for, for both of you, Julida and Masna, what did you hope the readers will take away from this book? Takah harapkan membaca buku ini tak kiralah dewasa. Yang utama sekali, suku kaum Amri ada ada maknanya dalam buku cerita itu. Ada apa? Uh, macam itulah apa? Pengajaran, Pengajaran uh, pada kita lah semua. Okay, so to to take some lessons away and some, uh, yes, take some lessons away from it, right? And uh, uh, Kak Mazak, how did you feel when you saw the book in its uh, final form? Sangat gembira, sangat berbangga. Apa yang saya uh, inginkan tercapai <laughs> dan cerita itu akan kekal dekat uh, buku untuk dikongsikan uh, pada pembeli buku, pembaca buku itulah. Mm-hmm. And uh, not just in your community, right? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it can travel far and wide now, right? Yeah, all saya over nakkan macam itulah. Uh, dia akan berjalan. Lebih jauh lagi. Lebih jauh lagi. Lebih jauh dari Pulau Keri, kan? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Um, what would you say, uh, reflecting on, you know, all the work that you guys do, what are you most proud of? You know, what do you count as your successes? 
saya sangat bangga lah sebab dengan adanya kebudayaan tu saya akan menjelajah dunia lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, contohnya saya sudah sampai Maghribi, oh, saya sudah sudah sampai uh, Jerman dan baru-baru ni saya sudah sampai London. Oh well. Nice. Uh, Singapura, Thailand, Filipina <laughs> saya sudah. <laughs> I've never been to some of those countries. Well done, Kak. Uh, <laughs> and for you, Kak Julida? Saya juga dah sampai juga lah dekat uh, Berlin, Thailand. Hmm. Saya sangat berbangga jugalah mengekalkan budaya. Baru kami sampai dah dapat naik kapal terbang. Itulah keinginan saya masa kecil dulu. Dan saya menitiskan air mata setelah saya membaca buku tu. Hmm. Saya rasa terharu. Sebab Windy ada cerita semasa saya dah ada dekat Pulau Ketam tu lah. Okay. 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 No, you have so much to be proud of, but I'm sure there are also challenges that remain. Uh, I guess, you know, what What are some of those challenges and what gives you the drive to keep going? So, Kak Mazna? Hidup ni kena ada apa-apa. Betul juga. Untuk kita terus maju ke depan. Kak Julida? Hadapi cabaran lah. Kita akan teruskan walaupun apa pun cabaran yang merintang lah macam tu lah. Okay. Okay. So just face your challenges, right? It's going to come anyway. Um, there is, I understand, a couple of events, yeah, the, for the book happening this weekend. So there was, of course, a soft launch of the book back in April. I think that was done online. But this weekend, uh, two separate events where you can meet Julida and Mazna as well. The first one is happening over at Sunda Shows, which is a very new uh, bookstore that just opened up over in Damansara Kim. It's it's a bookstore uh, dedicated to selling books about conservation and the environment. Really lovely place. Do go and visit. Uh, so that's happening. Happening on Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. That's the 15th of July. You do need to register as places are limited. So just head to the Sunda Shelves Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Sunda Shelves. That's S-U-N-D-A-S-H-E-L-V-E-S if you'd like to register and attend and, and get yourself a copy of that book and maybe some other books. Uh, then on Sunday, it is the book launch of the Mahmeri Animal Folklore. Uh, that's happening on the 16th of July, Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. And that's over at the Centre for Malaysian Indigenous Studies in PJ, uh, UM, I think. Uh, and that's in collaboration, of course, with Karimis Art Project. Registration is also necessary for that. So do head to the Grimis Art uh, Project's Facebook page. So that's facebook.com slash Art Project. I believe they are also on Instagram. So you can just head to their websites. And if you'd like to purchase the book, it costs only 55 ringgit. It's available online. You can buy it from uh, the Grimis website. So that's grimisart.com. It is also available on several other websites. If you just search for the title of the book, you will find uh, the necessary link. So just search for Mahmeri Animal folklore and get your hands on a copy of that book. And marie um, now the book is out there, you know, it's in the public realm. How are you feeling about all of this? Yes, yes, it's a lovely book and uh, Sharon's images are, are spot on for the stories. Mm. They're really lovely. It's a nice keepsake for anyone to have, not just for kids, but we do encourage you to listen, to read both the English and Malay versions and listen to it in uh, Ma Mary as well. Yeah. It's a great gift to give to people as well. Okay, and the book itself is bilingual. I mean, you don't. there's not two versions, right? It's one version with Yes. The, okay, okay. And uh, yes, yes, Christmas, Christmas gifts all sorted already, you know, so... <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. It's been such an honour and uh, such a pleasure speaking to all of you. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for having us. Absolute pleasure. I was speaking to Julida Uju, Masna Unyan. They are both with the Tumpo Topoh Mahmeri Women's Initiative and Anne-Marie Chandi, a writer. Uh, she helped to write the Mahmeri Animal Folklore book. Again, if you'd like to uh, get your hands on that book, just head to the Grimace website. It's also available in some bookstores, I believe, like uh, in Sunda Shelves, for example. But, you know, for all information, just head to grimaceart.com. All the information is there. And if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.com my slash learn you can also find it on the bfm app this has been live and learn on the bigger picture bfm 89.9 you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app